This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome, everyone, to the Inspiration Science Podcast. Today's show is with a special guest. It's Asal Leon. He's the number one fitness business coach, and he helps fitness enthusiasts, newbie fitness coaches to get to at least 5 to 10K a month. Most importantly, that they feel also healthier and stronger and go after their dreams. He helps also them to kind of, to increase your confidence, uh, which is really important to own their self-worthiness, which is a big part of what he does as well. And yes, I've been already on his podcast very recently where we touch on this topic. So it's a great way to, you know, reverse the roles and to get today his insight on his journey and full story and what it took for him to be where he is. So thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I appreciate you for having me, right? I'm super excited and uh, really pumped to shock the world. I feel like uh, first I should really commend you, right? Because I believe that with this podcast, you're able to reach a lot of people, you're able to help them, you're able to make a change. I'm sure there's somebody right now listening that is driving, you know, and has been listening to your podcast every single day, trying to make a change in their lives. So I believe that's what we're here for, right? As entrepreneurs wanting to make an impact. So I want to commend you first for making this podcast happen. I know it takes a lot of work. Thank you so much. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, like um, reminding a little bit of time back on how you've started, like what would you say was for you where your decision came from of, you know, I want to become an entrepreneur and specifically why fitness business coach? Yeah, so really great, fabulous question. And I got to say, well, really to go back in time, right, to even get into how I became a, a trainer online, it really started off by I'd say being ignited in a way of just seeing my family background, right? So we come from, a, uh, my parents came from El Salvador to the U.S. to, you know, help us really find the American dream. However, I knew that I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a, a lawyer. I knew it wasn't what I truly wanted to do. So I was young and I really wanted to find my my calling. But at the same time, I still had to make that money to provide for our family, right? So I was going from job to job, really. I was working at McDonald's. And listen, I take pride in this, Ozine, because I used to be the best burger flipper of all time, the best chicken nugget server. I was the best. Nice. I was the best at serving I the fries. So I chicken take nuggets. <laughs> it's really funny because every time people ask me, what are you eating? I'm like, chicken nuggets, chicken <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? They're fast to eat. They're fast to eat. And as a as an entrepreneur, we we gotta go, right? So yes, I, I feel you. It's a good. It's a good chicken nuggets on the way. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. So that's how I really started off, and you know, I started going from job to job. I started working like restaurant jobs, restaurant jobs. Hmm. And the reason for me doing that is simply because people used to say that tips are always good when you work as a as a server, right? As a busboy. So I used to do that. Then I realized, like, I love working out. I found a, a passion at working out. I feel like it it changed my mindset. I feel like it changed a lot of the, who I was as a man during that time. And I was like, I might as well just be a trainer, you know. Now, at that time, take this into perspective, I was 19 years old. And I told myself, I don't care what gym it is. I want to train at the best gym in all of California. Because that was my mindset at a very young age. I know I'm the best. And that was always my mindset. I want to be the best. And I believe that's what really brought me here. But really going back into 
how I really got hired at one of the best gyms in California. It was actually in West Hollywood. It's called Equinox. And I remember going there, but I wasn't prepared. I took a binder, and in that binder, I took it filled with all the accomplishments, all the accomplishments that I have already done at a young age. I also put a bunch of transformations to let them know, listen, I get it, I'm young, but I have transformations. And that brings me at a bigger advantage compared to everybody hiring. Now, when I got there, I was in, there was about like 12 people hiring. I mean, it's not, not 12 people hiring. There was 12 people applying for the, the position. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, listen, I'm short. I'm a midget. I'm five, six and a half, five, seven on a good day. And I knew I was kind of fit. I was also a shorty pants. I was like the only Hispanic guy there. So I was like, obviously, all the odds are against me. But I knew I had one thing, my confidence, right? The confidence to go up and show people my potential. And I also knew that I had that binder. Now, before I left that uh, that hiring day, I gave the manager my binder. And I said, listen, before I leave, I want you to have this binder. I made it for you. And I left. Seven days later, they called me. They said, hey, listen, you're hired. If you would have never gave me that binder, though, I would have never hired you before. In the 20 years of me working here, nobody has ever done that before. Nobody has ever brought, nobody has ever brought a binder filled with their accomplishments, with the transformations they've made. You made a really huge impression. And uh, in the first month, I became the top trainer, signed five clients really, really fast, paid in full clients. Um, However, I realized something. I realized that most gyms take 50 to 70% commission, which means you're basically going home with less than what you really expected to receive. That was the moment when I realized it doesn't work. It doesn't matter which gym you train at because ultimately you're, you're, you're really capped with how much you can make working in person, especially if you're working for a gym, they're always going to take a certain cut and you got to be working and they're like an animal, right? Day and night trying to pick up clients is really hard work. So I said, there's got to be a way where I find, like I can do it online, right? So that is when I hired my first mentor who showed me about the online world. And within the first 90 days, I was already crushing it online with my online fitness business. And what I did is I started training people in Hollywood privately. I only kept the best clients that paid the most, obviously. I was doing online fitness coaching. And one of my clients was like a multimillionaire doing e-commerce. And he said, you know what, sell? you are so good at sales. You should come work for my company. And I said, you know what? I'll, I'll take the job. Sure. And again, within five months, I also became a top performer at selling. And after that, my whole life and the whole trajectory of my life changed, right? One opportunity associating myself with the right people brought me into learning how to sell, became the best, I say his best salesman in five months. And after that, everything changed. Yeah, I was basically mentored by him. He had a, a huge coaching business that was making I don't know, like millions of dollars per year. And I realized if he could do it, I could do it too. So after working with him for a year's time, I realized like I can branch out now. I really started my own online fitness coaching business. So after that, everything changed. And I got to say, if there's one thing that really changed the trajectory of my life and kind of how it started getting into online was associating myself with the right environment and the right people, because so many opportunities will present themselves to you. And uh, that could change the whole trajectory of your life. So that's a little background story of kind of how I got into online training. Wow, that's wonderful. And it's actually, you're also talking about the power of the right circle, especially the environment. I also know that with environmental exposure in terms of like habits and changing the things, there's also actually something I had a previous talk on a different podcast today morning. And it says that 
by the location you are geographically at, it actually changes your whole destiny. And every country has a yeah. numerologically like a different number and things. And depending on your life path number and things and your spiritual stuff, it will change the course of the stuff. And that's why there's no surprise why many people go to America and succeed there very highly. It's not by coincidence like that. And as well as with your high calling to do so. So that's amazing, you know, that it led to this and that we're today speak on this podcast after all the turbulence <laughs> we went through and the new yep. levels we're rising from i'm curious to Absolutely. know since you're you know also like helping people with fitness i think many people they kind of know that health is of course very important they kind of know they should be doing some fitness but yet they don't do it and making money like when you're healthier and more fit you can also make more money because of the whole performance in it and Absolutely. what would you tell to someone who is listening to this podcast who kind of knows their health is important and yet they're just hustling in their business and you know that like they're neglecting their health, just sitting on their ass for the next 10 hours and not getting up? What would you tell them? <laughs> that, that's a really good question. Yeah, I'd say, you know, I, I feel like at a certain point, I got into that really busy state myself. I was probably only training like three days a week. For the, now, don't get me wrong, that's pretty good compared to like the the average guy that doesn't do it, right? Mm. What I got to say, you know, I, I felt yucky, although I seemed kind of fit to some people deep down inside. I knew that I didn't feel so good. I felt like I wasn't my best self uh, health-wise. I felt like my mind wasn't as clear. I would get something called like brain fog. I would be very foggy because of the high levels of sugar and sitting down and not, you know, being able to do some form of cardiovascular activity. So deep down inside during those times, and this is to everybody listening, I'm sure, you know, and you feel it deep down inside that you're not at your best mentally, physically. And that also prevents you from being at the the best optimal performance that you could be for business. Mm -hmm. And especially if you want to perform at a very high level, I mean, both me and you, Ozzy, I mean, we want to perform at a very high level, right? We, we always talk in big numbers. So in order for us to do that, it's like taking care of our mental state is extremely important. The number one way to do that is by working out. Mm -hmm. You have a shitty day, go to the gym, get a workout in. You can scream all you want at the gym, right? You uh, have a great day, go to the gym. I feel like that should be a reward for yourself because you are are taking your, your body, your mind to a whole different level. You know, you have an all right day, go to the gym. It's going to make you feel better. Just going to the gym itself is going to make you feel like your shitty day isn't so shitty no more. It's all right, right? So going to the gym and just taking care of your mental health, and most importantly, right, going to the gym is one thing, but eating the right things throughout the day is another. Because if I eat burgers all day, Ozzy, <laughs> I wouldn't be as high performance or high energy as I am now, right? Mm -hmm. Because I would be so like, damn, that was a lot of food and it's yucky. So too much sodium, too much carbs, especially throughout the day, it could keep you at a very low state. And especially a guy like me, I'm, I'm into sales. I love sales, right? It's my bread and butter. To me, energy is so important, right? Being able to portray that. And, you know, we have to portray that into our clients too, right? We have to portray that energy. You know, our clients might be having a bad day and we come in with this energy. And uh, that's the thing that has them so attracted to us as, as coaches is the fact that we can come in here and, and truly make an impact in their lives, to show up with energy, show up to make an impact. So if anybody here, is listening to this podcast, you're not taking care of your health, mentally, physically, emotionally, and you're not eating right, you got to make a change. You got to make a change. Matter of fact, you should go right after this damn podcast, you should go to the gym. 
<laughs> that's a good encouragement yes it's so true i think it you know it plays so much a role when you're physically in shape you're mentally more sharp um doing those things like in terms of like when it comes to those habit stacking there are people who cut off from one day to the other and then you know those challenges where you hardcore go in for the next three months to say i'm gonna work out and do things and quit that and that like what's your view on that and other people say do it like gradually and every person works different like how's been your experience in your fitness journey to really stay consistent with it that is a really great question and i'd say i'd say making it a habit i'd say making it a habit is extremely important i know there's a lot of people out there that they're not like me i i know a lot of entrepreneurs that are not like me or i feel like it personally myself Ozine, i feel like if i don't go to the gym like some is off with my day like i love going and and I'm also a very people person. So I love going to the gym, meeting new people. I love going to the gym, working out. Like it it keeps me sane. So now I'm at a point where I feel like I need to go to the gym. So I train maybe five, six days a week, but I'm very understanding that not a lot of people are like me. So to those people, I tell them that it's I know it sucks to go to the gym. I know you don't find it as interesting or as exciting as I do, but you need to find a way to make it a habit, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe in order to build habits. I say you need at least 30 days of like just going to the gym or doing some form of cardiovascular activity. And uh, the reason why I say that is because when you make it a habit, then it eventually is going to become second nature. Your brain's going to feel like, all right, I got to go to the gym now. I got to go to the gym now. Even though you hate it because you made it into a habit, your mind will be like, I have to go to the gym. You know, it isn't a form of like motivation and waiting for motivation it's mm -hmm. a form of creating discipline right i feel like in life we need discipline so my biggest piece of advice is you have to create that discipline and make it into a habit so in order to make it into a habit give yourself a time frame tell yourself 30 days two days out of the week i'm gonna go to the gym one day out of the week i'm gonna go for a hike mm -hmm. now as entrepreneurs i get it you guys are hustling put it on your damn calendar put it on your calendar i live by the calendar i wouldn't have a calendar i don't know how i would survive this entrepreneurship world so mm -hmm. put it on your calendar. All right, I'm going to work out 45 minutes this day, this day, and then I'm going to go for a hike at the end of the week. And find a way to find enjoyment in it, right? Like going for a hike is actually fun if you take a partner with you, if you take somebody with your friend or something. Go out mm -hmm. for a hike. You guys will have a good time. Just the fact that you are doing that cardiovascular activity, it's uh, it's creating that habit, right? And put it on your calendar for the next 30 days. Commit to yourself and, and be a man of your word or a woman of your word. And I feel like, when you're able to commit to it, you're a person of your word and you do it for 30 days, it's a great feeling of accomplishment. As, and as entrepreneurs, we love that feeling of accomplishing something. I do. I love the yes. feeling of like conquering something, right? So if you do it for 30 days, you do what a self says, put it on your calendar, find a way to enjoy it. I feel like there's no way you could lose, you know, and uh, as entrepreneurs, you need that. You need that. I so, love yeah. that. Thank you so much for sharing those insights. I think it's very helpful for people who struggle with that. And like, especially living by the integrity, you know, like standing, sticking to your own words, because you can have it scheduled in your calendar. And what happens next, I know with my clients, it's like they end up making excuses. So the thing that was scheduled is still there and they didn't do it. And I think one of the ways, at least for me, when it comes to self-worthiness and self-love is to sticking to the things I've said, because, you know, like people People say go and meditate go and take a bath go you know go to the forest and take a walk and I realized the way I work is I have to take care of the shit that is in front of me because like sometimes mentally I feel like for me one of the biggest mental health has been to to just you know do the things as soon as possible all the things I've been procrastinating on because you have like you know I have this example was I had like my taxes 
you know, and then with the taxes, you have to fill out the forms and things. And I've been procrastinating on that. So mentally, it always affected me in my back head. Oh, I should do that next month. And then it stacked up. And then another issue, I couldn't enter into my Stripe account. I was like, oh, shit, I should also do that. And then all the other things. And the more I procrastinated on that, the more stress you have internally. So I've learned just to take care of the shit like as soon as possible. And the more yeah. you do that and you accomplish that, like your your internal confidence builds. And speaking about confidence, what would you say is the thing that you do to maintain that confidence muscle? Because it's an ongoing thing to maintain it. So how do you make sure to stretch that continuously? Yeah, that's a really great question, right? I feel like confidence is everything when it comes down to, to business, life. I'd say, you know, uh, the, the small wins really add up. I say, even if it's like, all right, I just signed a, a brand new client for like our, our low ticket tier program, right? To me, that's a major win, right? And there's actually like a, a secret hack. I'm going to give everybody a secret hack that I do. And this is going to help everybody today. This is going to help everybody with their confidence, okay? Especially for like new coaches and they want to make sales or, you know, they want to land their first client or people that are struggling. I do this little thing, a little secret. I'm going to tell you yours. And it's a major secret. I hope you're ready. So let's just say I'm speaking to a client. Let's just say I'm speaking to a client. It's a high ticket client. Now, the thing about us in sales, right, is that there's no such thing as an 100% close rate. We're not going to close everybody, right? We're not. Unfortunately, we live in that world. There's no such thing as that. There's always things that are going to happen, the wrong timing. They don't have the investment. A lot of things can happen. There's no such thing as a close rate. So for the newbies, a lot of newbies get really frustrated when they can't make this the, their first sale, right? Or it takes them a while to be able to do it. And it messes with their confidence, right? So what I do now, when I speak to somebody and somehow I just, you know, can't get them to sign up or this is not the right timing. It doesn't matter. I, I leave the call with a very happy smile. I go to the gym, still talking to everybody at the gym. Hey, what's going on? How's your day going? Oh, it's amazing. My day's going amazing too, right? So I'm letting people know, although I didn't get that sale, I don't care. I'm still doing amazing. So I don't allow any type of defeat or loss in my life ever put down my confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Now, even if I, if I were to sell a new client, just say if I were to sell a new client, I would still act the same way. I'll go to the gym with the same comment. Hey, how's your day going? Oh, my day's amazing, man. And I go and tell everybody that my day's amazing. Although deep down inside, I'm probably like, damn it. Fuck, I almost had that client, right? Or deep down inside, I'm like, damn, like, man, I feel like we should have had a bigger week this week, you know? Instead of like complaining and creating distress in my own brain, because really, if I think about it, it's not really a problem. Like everything in business has a solution. We could figure it out. Mm -hmm. Instead of being sad and depressed and, and being in this very negative energy state, it's cool. Whether I get a sale or I don't, I still show up every day with the same energy and confidence. And I go and portray that into people. How's your day going? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I go get a, I go get a coffee at a coffee shop. I, mm -hmm. I talk to the, the clerk and I'm like, how's your day going? You're always so smiley, aren't you? Yeah. You know what? I was going to come and get an iced tea, but now you make me want to get an iced coffee. Let me get an iced coffee. You know what? Put a double shot on it. I'm, I need to be up late tonight. I'm going to grind. Right. So it's like everywhere I go, it doesn't matter. Like I believe in something called state. Right. Mm -hmm. And people's state is so important. A lot of people don't know how to protect their own state and their own energy. There's, you know, I don't really allow negative vibrations or negative people to come mess with my state. Whether I experience a loss or uh, there's a certain loss in business or shoot, maybe it's a, it's a loss in life. Sometimes we experience losses. I don't let it really affect my state. You know, whether it's something like really dumb that happens in the business, like something ridiculous that could have been solved by just speaking or something. Doesn't matter. I approach it with a very with good energy, with a good state. 
right? And I feel like when you're able to master your own state and you're able to protect your own confidence, and regardless of what happens, you still have the same energy and state, I believe that you can become a very dangerous person. And it sounds crazy, but that's just how I feel because I don't really let things really affect my state or energy. And uh, even if they try to, even if I do, because I do feel maybe a little bit hurt sometimes if something happens, right? Maybe I feel like I'm about to get angry. I'm like, man, whatever. I'm going to just go to the gym and go talk to go talk to a lot of people, change my own state. So I feel like that's a secret hack in life in general is to protect your state and your energy and uh, be very cautious with the type of energy you allow to come to you. And even when you do experience negative things, find a way to still be very high energy and, and keep that high state. And I believe that is the secret to being great at sales. I believe that's the secret to being great at business. And I believe that's the secret to just success in life. You know, I love that. I can smell the danger. I love that. I love that. But, you know, I, I just, you know, one thing I've like realized, like observing a lot of successful people interviewing, even like filmmakers, producers, um, I asked them, actually, how do you know that someone is a good actor or actress or has that star potential to be, you know, the next big star or celebrity? And one of the things I often hear is that, you know, someone can be really good in acting or go to acting class for the next 10 years or be really good in their fitness and things or as a business coach. But the ones who succeed in the top 1%, it's actually the things you cannot explain. It's their charisma. It's the energy. Mm. And I really feel that. I think it's sometimes when you meet people in person or even before speaking or like before us connecting, you can you can smell the danger. You can smell the energy. You can smell <laughs> the inspiration. And you, yeah. have, and you don't know how to explain it to someone. It's just like you like them. And there are other people yeah. who prefer them a bit more. And it, it just lightens up. And I think that's such a big, you know, big hack to ground your state, your being, because I've been in the spot, you know, where I was very broke when I started out. And I remember going out for a dinner. And because I was so freaking broke, I was thinking, shit, the bill is coming. <laughs> like, you know, like, how can I cover and think? And I felt like really terrible because when you don't have much money, it's like everything counts. And yeah. there was a friend of mine and he covered the bill. And I was like, oh my God, thanks God. <laughs> you know, I was like, thank you so much. But like he said to me back then, Austin, you're always so positive and you're so enriching in your energy and things. And then he said like, wow, you must be so rich. And I was like, you know, it was literally my brokest time. And then now, of course, like fast forward from the moment, I financially got richer spiritually, emotionally. But it's funny to hear, even at my brokest time, people would tell me, oh, you're so positive. You must be a very rich girl. And that's where I realized your state. It's like, you know, you become rich before you actually get rich and the energy that you radiate as well. Yeah, then, that's powerful. And in terms of the self-worthiness, you know, we talked on this topic, how important that is to change our lives. What would you say has been your biggest challenge when it comes to the self-worthiness? Because I guess it's kind of an ongoing process. And sometimes we say we own ourselves, and yet something comes up and we realize we actually didn't own ourselves. So what's been one of the biggest challenges that you conquered? I'd say comparison. Right. And I say the reason that's for me saying that is because I and I, I'm really glad you said that is because I feel like a lot of people are suffering from this right now on social media. And I feel like this is limiting them from seeing success in the coaching business or whatever it is that they want to be is constantly comparing themselves to a lot of the people they see on social media. 
right? And I hear this a lot because I even hear it from people. Like I go to the gym and I make a lot of friends, like I've been saying this whole time. And a lot of them say like, hey, bro, like, you know, I want to be a trader, right? Maybe you want to be a trader or they maybe they're a real estate or something. Like I meet all sorts of guys, right? And they're like, man, like I'm not seeing the results I want to see yet. You know, I've been doing this for four or five years and like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, but I hear them say like, man, but you know, I saw this guy on Instagram, you know, I got his program and then this guy's program. And then it's like, man, like, you know, like they're already there and I'm not there. You know, they're having these type of days and I'm there. And I'm like, you see, the problem is that they're comparing themselves to a lot of people on social media. And what happens is that puts a lot of people in something that I call guilt phase. Like they feel guilty, right? Or, or they feel like they feel like they are a victim, right? They feel kind of like, like, damn, like, you know, like this guy, like I deserve to be there too. And I feel like as men, that's good to have, but to a certain extent, it could really put you down. Like it's, it's people are constantly comparing themselves to other people. And that's really limiting them from focusing on their journey. Right, focusing on their journey or what they need to do to actually get there. And ultimately, you know, a lot of people on social media, I say this, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't really know profit margins. We don't really know, are they rich in other areas of life? Do they have family? Do they have kids? Do they have people that love them? Do they have brotherhood? Do they have uh, faith? Do they have, are they rich in other areas of life? Because one thing, social media is one thing. Living a very rich life is another. And you see, I consider rich and, and being wealthy as like being great financially, having a great family. I believe it's it's brotherhood. I believe it's having a friendship that can't be broken, that won't be betrayed. I believe it is uh, ultimately being very spiritual and, and knowing who you are as a man and, and as a woman. And if you have these five things, I feel like you'll be powerful. So I want to really portray that to the world to understand, to not compare yourself with all these other people you can see on social media, because it's going to be really bad for your self-worth because you're going to start to feel like, damn, I'm less than this guy or I'm less than this woman, when really you're not. Deep down inside, you have something so powerful within you, like a, a, a I like to call it a, a divine presence inside of you that is waiting to be unleashed, but you haven't been able to unleash it yet because you're too focused on comparing yourself to other people. Instead of focus on your journey and what you need to do. Focus on on building habits, right? And in order for you to build habits, number one is awareness, right? Like a lot of people don't have awareness, Ozine. Like they don't even know that they're struggling with self-worth. They don't even know, right? So number one is like you have to become aware of the fact that you know that you don't, deep down inside, you know, and, and you still believe that you're not worth building a successful online fitness business. You feel like you're not worthy of becoming an organic master coach like Ozine. Deep down inside, you feel like you're not, you're not worthy of it. And if you do really speak to yourself, sit down and be like, damn, is it really because I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm kind of less than a lot of people. Is it like my self-worth? If yes, great. You already figured it out. You figured out. Now you're aware of it you, that you need to fix your self-worth. The next step is to create an action plan to start to re-identify yourself and create a new identity, right? I call it an identity shift. And again, this comes down to create an action plan. Tell yourself you're going to do something for 30, 60, 90 days. A great way to reignite your self-identity is uh, by doing things like, you know, writing down, you know, the type of person that you feel like you are. Say things like, I am confident. I am strong. I'm a successful business owner. And every morning you're going to do that. Meditate, right? Do something that you feel like is going to change your identity of yourself. Start to go speak to people. Become better at socializing. You know, become connected with yourself and recreate your own identity, Right. And uh, once you do, I believe the third thing is being extremely committed 
to it without fail, right? Like being a man of your word or woman of your word and actually doing what you say you're going to do to recreate that new identity. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I feel that if people are able to do this for 30, 60, 90 days and they tell themselves, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm worthy of it. They create this new identity. They'll be unstoppable. They'll be unstoppable online. That's what I want for everybody listening to this podcast. I want you guys to be unstoppable. Whatever you choose to do, you can be your best self. You you have that divine spirit inside of you that's waiting to be unleashed. You just haven't took it out yet. Wow. So what a speech. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's really wonderful. And I think it's, no you know, I think as you mentioned, like to take this motivation and turn it into discipline, to have a system around discipline, efficiency, to keep the up is really important. And as for yourself, like, what is your view when it comes to work-life balance? You know, people say that doesn't exist. It's pretty abstract. And others say, no, for me, the lifestyle is integrated. Like, you know, and uh, we do it like all equally. And others say, no, you have to separate it. Like, what's your view on that? And how do you keep the harmony up? Great question. Yeah, great question. Uh, work-life balance, really. That's a really great question. I got to say, you know what it is, is uh, I understand that. There's certain things that I that I need to give time to every single week. A lot of people don't even understand themselves. So they don't even understand what they should give time to. First, you need to understand, like, what do you value in your life? Like, really, is you got to really ask yourself that question. You value family? Well, you got to find a way to fit that in your schedule. You value your dog? Yeah, it's fine. I have a dog, too. She's she's small and ugly, but I still love her at the same time. Value your dog? Great. Amazing. You got to make sure you can fit her in your calendar or him or your, whatever your dog's name is. If you value uh, spending time with friends, amazing. Find a way to fit that during your calendar, during the week. If you value spending time with your parents, right, then find a way to really fit them into your calendar. So first of all, first thing that I do is I really, I, I know what I value in my life and I know what I have to give time to every single week to feel grounded, right? Because I know that if I'm just here on the screen all day doing work, I'm just going to get to a point where I just hate my life. I don't want to hate my life. I want to enjoy the journey, right? I want to enjoy the entrepreneurship journey because it's a beautiful journey. So first, you got to understand what you value in your life. And then go and cre create your life around it. Because you know, a lot of people are like, oh, when I make 100000 a month or when I start making millions, then I'm going to have the perfect ideal life. Mm -hmm. You should be fucking creating the ideal perfect life now, today. Right? Even if you are a new coach, because this is the dream that you wanted to live, you want to work from home. So start designing that life today, not tomorrow, today. So how would you wake up? What time would I wake up? I love waking up at 5.30. Yeah. We were speaking about it before this podcast, right, Ozzy? I'm a, I'm a morning person. I'm an early bird. So I like to be up early. I love to get my cup of coffee. Matter of fact, this is my cup of coffee right here. And what do I like to do after? I'll do a little bit of reading. I love reading, right? And after that, I get right into work. I do four or five hours of deep work. I focus. I get the most important tasks done, just like this podcast where we're shocking the world right now. And after that, I go to the gym midday. Why? Because I have the most high energy. I had a breakfast already. My pumps are amazing. My muscles probably grow two inches, right? Every time I work out in the middle of the day. Cool. Amazing. After that, I come back. I do another, I'd say four or five hours of deep work. I focus on coaching calls. I focus on important meetings with my team. And I focus on really the big vision, right? I'd say after, sometimes I, I, I love to work hard for my business because I, I love it. I enjoy it. I'd say after maybe 6, 7 p.m., I'm usually done and I might do other type of activities. I've been playing a lot of chess lately. I'm finding new habits that I love to and to really like doing. That's one thing. 
sometimes I go to a coffee shop and I do a lot of reading out there. I do a lot of planning for myself. And sometimes during the week, I might go visit my parents, go have some dinner or something. They don't live too far from me. They like to be close. Amazing. And I would call it a day and repeat. Now, usually on the weekends is where things are a little bit more different. I use the weekends for more like masterminding and going to hang out with my boys. I have a little crew I hang out with. We're all entrepreneurs. Go hang out with my boys. We'll have a good night. Sometimes we like to go meet other entrepreneurs, take ourselves to seminars or masterminds or, you know, we we go we live in LA, we live in California. So we know that this is a place to mastermind and meet new people. So we're always out doing cool things. Sundays, I usually go visit my nephews. I enjoy watching those little nuggets walk around and run all over the place. And um, that's basically all right. I feel like the best thing that I could give everybody is design your life around the way you want to live it now. Not until you start making those million dollars a year, create your life now. Like what would what would you do? What time would you wake up? You know, what would you drink? What would you wear? I'm I'm wearing like I would consider this a somewhat fancy shirt, right? What would you wear? What would you like? You know, what would you drive? Like start start planning all these things and start designing your life around it. You know, how would you take your day, right? Like to me, fitness is always going to be a part of my life. So I will work out for the rest of my life up until I'm too old and I can't get up no more. So. But that's basically it. You know, it's so nice because there's been one advice that's been going around and it's called that people say, you know, fake it until you make it. I've never liked it. It never resonated with me. And I've changed it to make it until you make it, you know, because you're Mm -hmm. already there. And I really felt like when you live the best version and the things like people get attracted by that, then you start to lead instead of chase people down the road and you inspire. And sometimes people ask me, how is that possible? If I'm freaking broke, how can I pretend to live an awful, um, awful and amazing life? And I always tell them, you know, like you almost you use the power of imagination, grounding yourself within and not manifesting things from a place of scarcity and not manifesting things from, you know, like the pressure and things. And I think if you know that you are literally you are within the million and beyond, it takes you whole to a different place instead of mm-hmm. chasing above and things and whining around. I don't have money. I cannot do anything, which unfortunately, you know, third world countries, many people don't have that. But I do believe if if you got the, you know, the willingness, the commitment, no matter if you're a, pl- a person in Nigeria or no matter if you're in America or wherever, I think there's always a way to, to go beyond of that or to even change the location. So yep. that was really empowering. And in terms of like, you know, like one thing I would be curious on is how do you personally set goals? Like in a way of how do you make sure that's ambitious enough, but not to somewhat like unrealistic? Because people say collapse the times, don't set timelines, think of the things of like 10 years beyond. Because these days everyone is like, I want to be a millionaire. I'm going to achieve that in one year. And they get overly ambitious. And they don't get it and they get frustrated. And other people say, you know, stop the timelines while others say specific dates. How do you go about goal setting? That is such a great question. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, especially us, we live in a world where, and I've seen them before because I've worked with a lot of big brands. I, I've i seen their whole business change in a matter of three, six months. I've seen some people's lives change in a matter of a month. So I know that when people say like, give yourself 10 year, five year goals, I feel like that's great. That's amazing. That's incredible. I feel like people should have a vision board and put up exactly what they want and make their five, 10 year plans. I actually have one myself. It's over there on the right corner. I would have brought it, but I don't want to go over there. 
uh, I feel like that's all great. Like, I feel like it works. Yes, amazing. But I feel like what people should be focused on the most is what they should be doing on a day-to-day basis as a CEO or entrepreneur or whatever position they're in, what they need to be doing on a daily basis, what they need to be accomplishing on a weekly basis in terms of tasks to move the ball forward, what they should be accomplishing on a monthly basis, you know, quarterly basis. I feel like you should be looking at things like on a day-to-day basis and start doing the things that you know are going to move the needle. Mm-hmm. because to go from zero to like 1 million, I mean, I feel like it's, I've seen a lot of people do it really, really fast. I've worked with some crazy brands, but I know for a fact that what they used to do a lot of is they just used to focus on what they need to be doing every single day, every week, every month, improving, mm-hmm. right? Like business is really on numbers. That's what I found, right? So when you know the numbers for you to hit that number that everybody wants to pursue million or whatever it is, then as long as you're working towards hitting those numbers, you're doing what you should be doing every single day. Eventually, we will get there. Eventually, you will get there, right? So I just feel like uh, setting goals is great. Yes, absolutely. The five, 10-year goals. I have them too. I mean, I have a vision board myself. I just feel like people should be more focused on what they should be doing on a day-to-day basis, building the right habits, building the right team, like doing what you have to do in this present moment to then eventually get there. Because eventually, this is what I believe. Imagine like, imagine like a storm, right? Imagine a storm is coming to you. This is you. This is me, actually. This is me. And there's a massive storm coming, right? Now, what I want to do is I know that the harder I work, the closer I get to the storm, right? And the storm gets closer to me, right? And the more I get to it, a lot of people, when they face the storm, a lot of them want to kind of like maybe back down a little bit. And then what happens is they start running away from the storm, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people might go to the store and then eat, like they're just like, I, I quit, I give up, right? But instead, what I do, and I believe this is what happened to a lot of people I work with, especially the big brands that really took off, is they were running to it. They're working so hard every single day doing what they should do. The storms come in, they face the storm, and they surpass the storm. And then eventually they get to where they want to get. So I feel like as an entrepreneur, you just have to focus on what you got to be doing every single day on a weekly basis, monthly basis. And eventually you're going to get to a point where like fucking building a business becomes really, you start to face a lot of storms, right? Then eventually it gets to a point where you surpass the storms and then everything just takes off from there. And I believe that every entrepreneur will face that, everybody. So biggest thing of me is, you know, I do have five, 10 year goals. Absolutely. I have vision boards and all, but I'm really focused on what we should be doing on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis, monthly basis for us to eventually get there. Because I also know that at any moment, anything can pop, boom. Mm-hmm. And then the whole trajectory of our business takes off. It just takes one thing for the whole trajectory of anybody's business to take off. I know you had a very similar story yourself. You told me on, on our podcast. So mm-hmm. that's a great example. You are a great example of what it takes is one thing for the whole trajectory of your life to change. So that's a, my biggest piece of advice to everybody is have those long-term goals, but focus on what you should be doing every day to get there. Thank you so much for, you know, amazing, like to highlight this because many people, they are too much dreamy about the vision and things, and then they don't do these things in the presence. So I think um, as much as ambition is there for the future, it's important to be grounded in the now and to break it down. 
So that's wonderful. And to wrap this whole podcast up, I know we could go on probably for hours digging into so many different interesting topics. So we'll split it into episodes. But the last thing is, you know, they are in life two people we have to make um, them proud of. And it's not our parents. It's not our friends, but it's our child version, the six-year-old SL and the 60-year-old. <laughs> what would your six-year-old tell you at this point in life to you and what would the 60 year old as i'll tell to you at this point in life Ooh. let's start with the six years old six years old okay six year old me that's a really good question i mean i should ask you this question on our podcast mm -hmm. uh so i feel like uh six year old me i say he would be i'd say he would be proud of me i say he would be like bro you're I, i'd say or six year old would be like listen bro damn like you you impressed me man i feel like uh you're on the right path and uh, you're on the right trajectory, you know. I feel like at least that's what. But then again, a six-year-old me was very childish. So I'd say the childish me would be like, "Hey, listen, man, I I never imagined you wearing such fancy shirts and cool pants and uh, bougie little shoes that you wear on social media. I would have never imagined that." Uh, so I feel like my six-year-old would be a little bit surprised, so kind of like where I am, kind of how I transformed and who I basically become. Uh, I'd say that would be my six-year-old. I say my six-year-old me would tell me that sometimes it's okay to live in the present moment. I'd say my 60-year-old self would say that you're on the right path. And my 60-year-old would probably be, I'd say in a way, you know, one of the things that I tell myself a lot of is that I'm I'm very hard on myself. So mm. I always want to push myself beyond boundaries. You know, I'd love staying up late sometimes just for the fun of it. Like I find fun in staying up late. Some people around me might think like it sounds crazy and this weirdo doesn't take any breaks like there must be something wrong with him right mm -hmm. and uh for me I, i've always viewed it differently for me i viewed it like man i'm so excited to stay up late tonight like that's literally my response to some people i'm just like yeah bro i feel like staying up late tonight and i'm so excited for that right mm -hmm. so i think my six-year-old self would be like hey listen you're you're on the right path i feel like it's only a matter of time before you you know really make a change in the world and i believe this is a very serious question i asked myself was uh you know i believe i was put on this earth by for a, a sole purpose to truly make an impact in the world and i believe with my social media with my brand as it grows that is my only intention is to show people the light is to be an influence to a lot of people in a good way and to truly make a change in the world so i say my six-year-old self would be like listen this you know you're doing the right thing i feel like you're making a change in the world and uh when you become my age man I feel like you're going to want to chill a little bit and take a lot more vacations. I'd say that's what my six-year-old would, would say, you know, but that was a good question. I never had the question before. So uh, I'd say, you know, I'd say they'll, they'll both say I'm on the right path, you know. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing. And the last Appreciate thing it. is like, how can people, you know, work with you? Ah, that's a great question. Yeah, so if you guys want to check out my Instagram, it's uh, Asael Leon Official. I know I have a really weird name, so I'll spell it out. It's A-S-S-A-E-L-L-E-O-N and then Official. And you'll be able to find me on Instagram. If you guys want to learn more, I mean, you could just send us a DM. And uh, yeah, also have access to like a free training as well. It's like a quick 8-10 minute video training. It talks about marketing, system sales. It also gives like a whole breakdown on my story. I know you guys heard that I, I worked at McDonald's like actually talk about that in that training so i feel like a lot of you will find that uh, very joyful and uh, you guys can really uh, learn more about what we do there on that training as well and yeah 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. For everyone listening, um, give him a follow. I will tag all the socials of you below. And also like reach out to SL if you want to scale your business, if you want to get better in shape. Because again, like I feel one of the things I also take away is that when people say they want to crush it in business, you have to simultaneously set the goals in your health area and in your relationship area. Because I, I feel that's a big foundation and many people don't do it simultaneously. So I feel it's a whole spectrum to to succeed in that. And also, I mean, your story with McDonald's been inspiring. You know, you were the moment you started, you mentioned you're doing chickens and nuggets, which I totally love. And now you're spending <laughs> golden nuggets on my show, even in yeah. business. So that's amazing. So thank you so much, Asael. Yeah. And I hope to see you next time. Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends, follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.